Whether or not he needed to record 10 drummers at the same time, was that necessary? Boiler rig sounds pretty fire, bro. It sounds pretty cool. Whether or not he needed to do it, it was pretty epic. Pharrell was one of the drummers. The groundedness of the theme to Clark when he's young and the piano is just terrific and beautiful. And as grand as the score gets, it's also very minimal at times. You know, just Hans on a keyboard. Hans Zimmer, his career is legendary and he's one of the most revered and in-demand composers in film. Let's do a movie draft of his film scores. And we have two of his biggest fans right here. <laughs> Both in the 0.005%. How much of my life has been spent listening to Hans Zimmer music since 2008? Quite a bit. Yeah. And you factor in the fact that whenever I'm listening to Hans Zimmer, I picture him right next to me holding my hand. So <laughs> He's not massaging your back? No, no, no. Not every time. <laughs> not every time. But uh, Hans Zimmer's score for and James Newton Howard's score for The Dark Knight is what got me into film music. I heard that and I bought the dual disc. DVD set? The DD. <laughs> yeah, the DD. The DD, DVD. Dual disc set, DDS. <laughs> DD. And then from there on, I was hooked on not just his music, but then on film music. So it really is because of The Dark Knight that got me into movie scores. And I've probably, I mean, I would say John Williams is the greatest film composer of all time, but Hans Zimmer is my favorite to listen to. He just, his style of music and what he does and how he breaks through boundaries, I always find it very enticing and I enjoy listening to his scores more than anyone else. John Williams is the GOAT. It's yeah. undeniable. However, Hans Zimmer has meant so much to cinema the last 30 years of the art form. He's brought so much new energy 40 years. to it. Well, I know, I know he's been doing it for 40 years, but specifically the last 30 has <laughs> been made quite an impact on cinema. I mean, he won his Oscar 30 years ago. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, That's right? That's what I'm saying. Isn't that crazy? His impact on cinema is massive, bringing so many new styles to film scoring as well as mixing electronic with cinematic scoring. And just kind of just being the fucking man right now. <laughs> he is a legend, a living legend. He's done some of our favorite movies. He might be the best theme writer of all time. He's up there for, yeah. Being I able to write that. themes. Because he's so unique at it. And when you think of the movies he's done just this century, it's mind-blowing. The list is, we got 50 movies that we have to choose from. We're going to select five. These are just each. the hits, too. I just cho I put together a list of his 50 most popular scores. And it's still just like, it's going to be hard to even do a draft. We're going to do a draft of 15 teams, 15 Movies 15, each? 15. Now, this is not going to be a draft depending on the quality of the movie. This is not a movie draft. I'm glad you brought that up. So, we're doing a, a score draft. So, we're going to make teams based upon what we think the best scores are. So, some of these scores are amazing. The movies, not so much. But this is a Hans Zimmer draft, not quality for the movie. So, what we're going to do, like always, is we're going to have a fan vote on Spotify on the poll. I'm probably going to win again. <laughs> Get out of here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he, he wins Tom Cruise draft and thinks he's the man. And then the winner will get 20 bucks from the other person, but we'll have all of you vote on the winner. I'm just kidding. If you win, you, you deserve it. I could be down 60 bucks by the end of this. <laughs> yeah. The Christmas draft results, we won't know until December. Because we, we're yeah, filming this before Christmas. Yeah. But again, $20 is on the line for this. It's a lot of money But this now. time, since there's so many great film scores, we decided to do teams of 15. All right. I'm going to flip the coin. Yes. This you picks first. And then, do you have a team name, Anthony? Oh, my team name. Um, the Dark Knights. The Dark Knights. The Dark Knights. My team name is going to be Maximus. Just Decim Maximus? Just Ma Maximus Decimus Meridius. Dark Knights. And then Maximus Decimus Meridius is your name. Yeah, spell it correctly, please. I'll try. So I'm going to flip the coin. Do you want, it's a Jurassic Park coin. Do you want Jurassic Park, the dinosaur, or do you want the dino DNA? T-Rex or Give Dino? me the T-Rex. Oops, hold on. I dropped it. All right, you ready? I'm ready. I'm going to flip the coin to see who drafts first in our Hans Zimmer draft. Good luck, but not really. <laughs> and the, the pick is, what'd you say again? I, was, uh, I said T-Rex. Dino DNA I mean, I said wins. Dino, I said Dino, Dino DNA. Dino DNA wins. <laughs> I get the first pick of the draft. This is your first time getting the first pick I lately. know. I never yeah. get first pick. Hell, yeah. oh, I don't know what to do now. This is pretty exciting it's, stuff. It's tough just to pick the first one. Well, I'm running through this list. It's massive. I mean, Rain Man, Twister, Days of Thunder, Cool Running, Stelman Louise, True Romance, The Lion King, Crimson Tide, Broken Arrow, The Rock, Muppet Treasure, Treasure Island, As Good As It Gets, The Prince of Egypt, Thin Red Line, The Road to El Dorado, Gladiator, Mission Impossible 2, Hannibal, Pearl Harbor, Black Hawk Down, The Ring, Tears of the Sun, Matchstick Man, The Last Samurai, Shark Tale, Spanglish, King Arthur, Something's Gotta Give, Batman Begins, The Da Vinci Code, Madagascar, Gascar, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. Oh, I was really the reading them all. <laughs> World's End. I just want to get everyone warmed up, up and to ready speed. to go. 
The Holiday, Kung Fu Panda, The Dark Knight, Frost, Nixon, Angels and Demons, Sherlock Holmes, Sherlock Holmes, A Game of Shadows, Inception, Rango, Pirates of the Caribbean 4 on Stranger Thing on Stranger Tides, <laughs> Kung Fu Panda 2, The Dark Knight Rises, Man of Steel, The Lone Ranger, 12 Years a Slave, Rush, Winter's Tale, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, Interstellar, Chappie, Batman vs. Superman, Hidden Figures, Inferno, Dunkirk, Raider on 2049, Widows, Dark Phoenix, The Lion King, the SpongeBob movie, Wonder Woman 1984, Dune, The Survivor, No Time to Die, Army of Thieves, Top Gun Maverick, The Sun, and The Creator. Crazy stuff. And that's These just, are just the hits. The, those are just the hits. That's just the hits. There's literally like 30, 40 scores I didn't put on because no one's going to draft those ones. But, man, it's oh, going to be hard. It's going to be hard. I get the first pick of this draft. Yeah. What it's are you a, going with? It's a fucking no-brainer for me, dude. Interstellar with the oh, first pick of the draft. Really? I'm surprised. Interstellar. Interstellar for I think James. it's the most universally loved score. I think it's just his most memorable, his most loved one of his most loved movies from Chris Nolan. But I think what he created with with Interstellar, it might be the most important music he's ever made for a movie before. I think it's a great first pick. Thanks, you, man. I agree with everything you said. It's a wonderful pick. Well, I'm guessing it wasn't what you would have taken with your first pick. No, it's not because I'm going to take The Lion King. Oh, all right. The Lion King. Good pick. It's just so epic and he was he just really – broke new ground as a composer and brought new sounds and themes and it's it was just it's it's an otherworldly score there's some great recent like videos on tiktok of people like reacting to like they're in the studio with hans like hans it's just a, it's just an animated movie about lions no need to go so hard oh my god and then it breaks down with the singing and stuff i think the combination of the choir work the incredible immense power of it it's just an unbelievable score his first Oscar win, deservedly so, and it still is one of his one of his best pieces of music for sure. All right, Lion Interstellar King. and Lion King are off the table. That's a really good first pick. I respect that a lot. Anthony. Thanks, man. Thanks. Don't don't sleep on Lion King. It's because I, I was gonna. I know you you were taking a nap on it. I was not. I was you're, trying you're, to get it as a sleeper pick. Snoozing on it. It was gonna be a Lion sleeper King pick. can't be a sleeper pick. That's what I'm saying, man. Well, I mean, depends on who you're drafting with. I guess so. But hey, not, man, you know your not with me. you know your stuff. <laughs> Anthony knows his stuff, everybody. He's a pretty smart guy. I'm, all right, so since Anthony made this list, I'm trying to find out what he hid inside the middle of it. <laughs> what didn't I put on the list? <laughs> all right. Dune's not on the list, huh? Oh, no, no. <laughs> all right, second pick That's of the That's what I thought draft. you were going to take first was Dune. No, I'm not going to go Dune first pick. Why not? It's great, but... So you hate it? No, I listened to all the fucking time. It was my top two tracks on my Spotify rap were two Dune songs, <laughs> which is pretty funny. I also beat you again with minutes watched of Han- uh, minutes listened of Hans. I listen to a lot on YouTube, though. That's the thing. I listen to a lot on YouTube as well. I wish that we could get the YouTube results because I would have smacked you with it. Oh, I don't know about that. With Hans listening. All right, I got to get to my second pick. Let's stop stalling. So many options. My second pick of the Hans Zimmer movie draft is gonna put anthony i think in second place guaranteed <laughs> gladiator god damn it gladiator with my second pick of draft i can't believe you didn't take that with your first pick man dude lion king's lion king man. Lion, how many times what do you listen to more gladiator or lion king i'm not talking about what i listen to the most i'm just right. I, I i asked you a question though. i listen to gladiator more he, he does so right. gladiator for maximus Decimus what a Meridius. second pick you're so screwed dude you are screwed <laughs> i got see. interstellar and gladiator already we'll see man you're done we'll see. what are you gonna take next rango <laughs> <laughs> don't sleep on rango James is riding high right now he's on fire <laughs> listen to him he's, he can spit fire <laughs> oh my god i didn't think i'd get both of those pretty excited right now <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Well, I'm just marking them down. This draft already. You took Interstellar and Gladiator. No, so I want to clear up one thing about the Pirates of the Caribbean. So we don't have the first one. We just have Pirates, Dead Man's Chest, World's End, and Stranger Tides, right? Yes. Because even though he did the theme, he didn't do the score for the first film. That He's was, just not the credited composer. It's Klaus Padel. Technically. Padel. That's one of Klaus Padel. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately. That's what I said. Yeah, it is. <laughs> You, like, corrected me with the same word. It's a Bedelt, Anthony. <laughs> James. It's Bedelt. <laughs> but he did make... He made the music. He did it. Yeah, it was, in, it was in the story. He was drinking martinis with his friends all night, and they came up with, this, with the theme. Yeah, he just... He dun, wrote dun, the dun, he dun, wrote dun, all the main dun, themes dun, dun, dun. overnight. Over, like, a, he just wouldn't stop playing. He just couldn't stop. <laughs> Can't stop, Can't won't stop. Won't stop. Can't stop a genius, baby. All right, Anthony. What are you going to take with your second pick of the Hans Zimmer draft? I'm going to take... Inception. Really good pick. Inception was 
honestly really groundbreaking for cinema. He was doing new things and incorporating incredible soundscapes and methods of recording music. And he captured what he does so great is he's able to capture the tones and ideas and feelings of the films with music. And Inception's a great example of that. And he basically, so he, Chris Nolan wrote the Edith Piaf song as the, as the kick in the screenplay. And he used that basically to create all of the music. And then he, and he, Hans Zimmer with this score, he created a sound that is so duplicated and it's still being done. Every time you watch a movie trailer, it ends with He created a new a, a new way of it's basically a new way of making music in a, in a sense. And it had really no, never been done like that before. But then after that, every time you watch the trailer, you heard those like and then also other movies copied it. Didn't sound like music right there. Sorry, I have a sore throat. It sound like something else. And so in a way, he created a new uh, musical language with Inception that just is, has been copied so many times or it's just become a new thing that just musicians do is they make that bra sound. Plus, the song Time is his number one track. Yeah, most I think played. it could be the best song. He's, it could be the best thing he's ever written, Time. It's such a beautiful song. It is. And then I love the use of electric guitar in this soundtrack, in this score. It's, it's really, an incredible yeah. score. It really is. Yeah. It's one of my most listened to in my entire life, for Same, sure. Yeah. Like, when you were, you got me into film scores because I used to think you were crazy. <laughs> I was like, you're listening to the Batman music <laughs> in the car? <laughs> On a CD? <laughs> Are you fucking yeah, you, crazy? Yeah, you had your CD book that was like, Dark Knight, Batman. Bored. Dark Knight. I'm like, what? Is... Bored identity. And here I am, obsessed with them as well. <laughs> you're welcome. It was inevitable. You're welcome. I am inevitable. <laughs> but Inception is up there, man, for my most listened to of all time. For movie scores, absolutely. Excellent second pick. Thank you. What are you taking in the third round? All right, third round of the Hans Zimmer movie score draft. Lots on the table in terms of bangers still. There's I mean, there's going to be a lot of bangers when we finish still. I know, I know, I know. But there's some specific outliers here, Anthony. Oh, yeah. There are some outliers. Some are not like the others. It's like the the meme of the soldiers like about to infiltrate a, a, a house, and they all got their guns up, but then there's someone in a clown suit. What? You never seen this? No. So it's like one's not like the about. others. You never seen this meme? No. <laughs> I was like, where is he going People with this? People do. They'll make a list of like something, and like uh -huh. one of them's like, what is that doing there? And it's uh -huh. like there's a clown with a with an AK-47 about to <laughs> break a room too <laughs> with soldiers. It's like there he is. That's funny. So there's an outlier. Um, it's a good one. All right. Hmm. Tough choice, man. Tough choice. Good music. So much good music on here. Oh. oh, 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 oh. oh. All right. He's got one. It's really between two for me right now. I think there are two clear number ones left. And I don't know which one will piss you off more. It's, it's Just pick one. I'm try Give me a moment. <laughs> it's been more than a moment. It has not. I'm I, giving I, you no, five minutes. I was minutes. giving you an anecdote about a hilarious meme I saw. <laughs> you were stalling. I was, no, it was a great anecdote. It was relevant. <laughs> it was an okay anecdote. People listening get it. <laughs> it was a decent anecdote. You're just the only one who doesn't, who doesn't see those memes. <laughs> you don't even know what a meme is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with The Dark Knight You got it The Dark Knight is iconic I love the Batman themes that he created With James Newton Howard in the first film Carrying them over into The Dark Knight But then experimenting with new kinds of sounds Especially creating a great atmosphere For the Joker One of the most memorable characters of the century Not just in comic book movies but in general But the, the themes he created by Hitting the pencils against each other And just the, the strings and the tension And making you feel the chaos of the world that the Joker's creating chaos. in the film. He really does with this move, with this score. It's sensational. It's a great duality of music between these two characters with Batman versus Joker. But then also just having the, the Bruce, it's really Bruce Wayne, Batman, and Joker all have their own music inside this movie. And I think it's really blended so well together. Harry Dent has his own music too. True. They really make the movie though. You hear more of it on the album. Yeah. There's some of it you hear in the in the film. One of the most underrated tracks, though, from The Dark Knight is when Harvey's about to kill Jim's family. It's that very dark track. It's similar to oh yeah the the, the bass the, the bees yeah. song the buzzing the, the buzzing bees from Gladiator that yeah. track yeah um, am I talking. not merciful yeah am I not yeah. no the one after that busy bees busy bees yeah busy bees yeah. is very dark like that's yeah. on the extended album yeah absolutely so yeah it's the same kind of bass line for sure I love the Dark Knight music I really do it's a great pick man thanks dude 
And plus, <laughs> the the sweet, the Dark Knight sweet track, it's like 18 minutes of all the themes from the movie. It's probably my most listened to sound, song track. It was last year. That, that track, The Dark Knight, was my number one song on Spotify rap last year. Nice, dude. But it... Was in like fifth place this year. Ah, didn't it's going down the. Tr- <laughs> I used to listen to it every <laughs> workout to warm up in my warm up. It's a great. It's a great. I listened to it when I stretch. I liked it. I like that. All right, I'm gonna take the last samurai. That was the other one. Last samurai, baby. That was my one too. I was like, which will piss off Anthony more? <laughs> I mean, we were just talking about it all last week. I feel like last samurai is amazing. Also, the score is just remarkable. I read um, that Japanese film critics were surprised with how Japanese the score sounded when they heard it. So in Japan, they're in Japan they're both very impressed with the film and very impressed with the music because Hans, like many of his other scores, whether it be Dune or Sherlock or well, not Dune, he created it, but like Sherlock or like Crimson Tide and uh, Prince of Egypt. Um, when the stories take place in different parts of the world, he captures the sounds of that culture, of that community, and not just the instruments, but the style of music as well. The Kung Fu Panda movies are a great example of Another that great well. example, yes. So he really captured the essence of Japanese music and art with his score in an amazing way with the instruments, the beautiful strings. It's These are some of my favorite tracks to listen to to this day. And they give me goosebumps when I watch the film. And for scores that complement films, this is a top tier one. That this score really perfectly goes with the movie in amazing ways and helps excel the movie and bring it up even higher than it already is. One of the reasons I love film scores so much is you can sort of play the movie in your head, your favorite moments from the movies yeah. in your head when you're listening to it. And when you go back and watch the movies and you know the tracks are coming up, it's even better of an experience. When you understand the music so well and you're yeah. so familiar with it, it does help. You're just it's like, great. you're so more... Yes, yeah, that's in. why I listen to action movie scores at the gym because it like pumps me up. <laughs> All right, that's three rounds done. These are some pretty stacked teams. Not gonna lie, of the Hans these, Zimmer these, movie these draft teams. Anthony's team, the Dark Knights, is the Lion King, Inception, and the Last Samurai. My team, aka Maximus Decimus Meridius, is Interstellar, Gladiator, and the Dark Knight. Great teams. Pretty good teams. Great team. All right, moving on to round four. Round four, and still so many good movie tracks left, movie scores left. What to pick with my fourth selection, though? That is, that's the tough question question of the day. (laughs) That's the tough question. Here we go, more stalling. I'm not, well, listen. 12 hours I'm reading 30 titles, and I'm also trying to entertain the masses right now, Anthony. All right? You're doing a great job. So I gotta. You You're a very have, entertaining guy. You can't just have emptiness in the show. <laughs> People will be like, "All right, are they done?" I guess. I guess I'll, I'll watch. I'll listen to something else. Man, I wish it was more entertaining. I better watch. I'll watch the rewatchables now. <laughs> 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 All right. With my fourth pick of the Hans Zimmer draft. Hans. <laughs> I'm going to select. Oh my god, this is so tough. This I'm going Dune. Dune. Dune with my fourth pick. Good pick. He created four three albums for this first movie, and each one's very unique and different. And all three, some of the music made into the film, which is really interesting. Like we have the main soundtrack, then he made the accompanying soundtrack to the book that was released with the film, the production book. Yes. The Art and Soul of Dune. And then another album was more <laughs> uh what was it what's it called? It's the Dune. Sketchbook. Sketchbook. Dune Sketchbook, which has a lot longer tracks, but surprising amount of that is in the movie as well. That's the one I listen to the most is the Dune sure. Sketchbook. Yeah. It has, I think, some of the best tracks. It has Paul's Dream. It has uh, The Shortening of the Way, which is my number one song from oh, yeah, it's the Spotify Rap Flash this past year. It's the best one. I'm obsessed with that song. And that's the scene where, obviously, he falls to the ground in the desert. But the music is just astounding. I've never heard anything quite like it. You know, Denis... He busted his ass to create this world that we'd never really seen before at this scale. The the David Lynch movie, it's it's in my opinion it's okay. It's kind of hard to watch and get through. I don't really like it that much. But you no, know, it's okay, man. Nobody does. When we're making when you have another sci-fi epic but you're doing it in the century with a contemporary technology and a visionary like Denis Villeneuve, not only does the aesthetic really work as something you've never seen before, but the music is so important to the atmosphere created of alien planets, of what would music sound like on a different planet with new instruments, inventing instruments and having these great themes for different characters, whether it's the Harkonnens or the Atreides or Paul himself, the Fremen. I think he just went balls to the walls, got so creative and had so many ideas, which is how he was able to make three albums of music 
and I adore it. So really, I got three albums in one here. Nice, dude. Thanks. Nice, dude. <laughs> but we're just talking about the film score, okay? Nice Dune. Nice Dune. Yeah, I said we got three Dune, three albums in one. No, you can only count the movie album. That's not not the fucking shit that isn't in the movie. It's in the movie. No, it's not. The stuff from Dune Sketchbook is in the movie. There's some of it. Half of it. Almost half of it's in there. Some of it's in there. Half of it. More than half. This Paul's is a... Dream is in there. Yeah. The Shortening of the Way is in there. Oh, yeah. For 100%. Sure. Yeah. Song of Sisters is in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, quite a bit's in there, dude. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> half the album. <laughs> I'm just saying, you can't use three albums. Is it all in there? Huh? Is it all in there? Pretty much all of it. No, no. What's the, no or yes? Yes or no? In what? Dude's is all of, is all that music in the movie? A lot of it is. <laughs> yes or no question? A lot of it is. <laughs> yes or no question? You bring, you brought those tracks earlier. What tracks? And in, you said extended editions. You, we were just... Anyways. Uh, it was an anecdote about another song. Anyways, I took Dune. <laughs> End of the day. James is like, I have six end albums of, worth end of, of music. story. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I'm going with my next pick. <laughs> Batman Begins, baby. The one that started it all. It's amazing. It's still one of my most listened to albums by far. The themes, uh, the strings, the epicness, it really changed cinema and helped add a new gravitas to that genre. And it's just like, it's so amazing. It's so epic. And he created like this new, like, the way he writes violins and strings and it's just got this amazing rhythm to it. My God, the action is amazing. It, it, everything about the score is just wonderful. Then he he captures some really great horror, horror elements and some, some pretty scary soundscapes in this as well with the Scarecrow stuff. But man, I just get amped up when I listen to like Epistacus. Epistacus is <laughs> yeah. the best song. It's unbelievable. It's, Barbara Stella is great too. Barbara, these, these are like going to always be my favorite, some of my favorite songs to listen to for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? I'll never stop listening to the Batman Begins soundtrack. At your funeral, your request will be to play the Batman Begins. Honestly, why not? Epistacus. <laughs> play Epistacus at my burial. That would be pretty sick. It'd be fucking epic. Play this at my funeral. <laughs> I, I mean, I'd put that in there. Why don't people do stuff like that when they die? Yeah, it's like, like play Metallica yeah. when I'm at my funeral. <laughs> Just like blast it. <laughs> you like Enter Metallica Sandman on loop. <laughs> It'd be a much more fun vibe. <laughs> 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 Play some Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on to the fifth round of the Hans Zimmer movie drafts. All right, what are you going with, man? Still plenty of bangers, man. These are some impressive teams. This is why we're doing fifteen picks each. <laughs> I think the next one's kind of a no-brainer for me. Really? What is it? I'm going to go with The Man of Steel. You mean Man of Steel? Soundtrack, The Man of Steel. You said The Man of Steel. It's just called Man of Steel. I mean, whatever. Man of Steel. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. I still got this coin in my hand. Nobody's ever called it the Man of Steel. Because I didn't finish the sentence. You interrupted me. (laughs) You finished. (laughs) You were done with that sentence. No, I was taking a long pause. You were taking a 10-second pause to finish the second sentence. That was the end of the sentence. You called it the Man of Steel. Anyways, I'm selecting the Man of Steel. (laughs) Because it's amazing. It's legendary. You know, we have a new interpretation of Superman for the second time of the century. However, Hans Zimmer managed to create soundscape for the character that is as iconic and as memorable as the original with John Williams. <laughs> How do you not replicate John Williams but try to stay in the same ballpark as him? And I think Hans pulled it off in some really interesting sounds as well as not just the Kryptonian stuff but also the villain stuff with Zod. Zod's got some really cool music, dun, lots of cool dun, effects going dun, on. And dun, the drumming, dun, obviously, dun, tons dun, of drums dun. in this movie. And whether or not he needed to record 10 drummers at the same time, was that necessary? Boiler rig sounds pretty fire, it bro. It sounds pretty cool. Whether or not he needed needed to do it, it was pretty epic. And Pharrell was one of the drummers. Yeah, I think that because he had so much, he had such huge access of wealth to make this score. He, he can just basically hi- call anyone up he wants and they'll come What if and we get 10 drummers and drum at the same time? Like, no, no, all right. No, what if we get the 10 best drummers alive yeah. and just send them <laughs> to the studio to record tomorrow? All at the same time. Yeah. Why the hell not? Sounds great. So I think he was just shooting... Shooting whatever he wanted. And Terraforming is a great gym track. Yeah, so I, I love rig. the music. I just love also the groundedness of the theme to Clark when he's young and the, the piano the piano is just terrific and beautiful. And as grand as the score gets, it's also very minimal at times. You know, just Hans on a keyboard. It's pretty great. Great pick, man. Thank you. 
I'm gonna have to counter man the man of steel. <laughs> <laughs> With uh Thin Red Line. <laughs> the Thin Red Line. <laughs> Good pick. Thin Red Line is um an early Zimmer score that I had discovered when I was learning about film composition and getting into them. And the Thin Red Line is a remarkable score. It was really a, a, a score where he was finding his voice as a composer out in the late 90s. And some of the most beautiful film music I've ever heard is in The Thin Red Line. Terrence Malick's film is brilliant. And what's interesting is that Hans, this, this is the only score that Hans didn't write to the to the movie. And this is how Terrence, Malick's, Terrence Malick works as a film director. He actually has composers write music based upon the story and ideas and themes, and then he, without them seeing the film, I believe they just read the script. And so this is the only score he's done that is, wasn't like made to, to watching the film. And it's interesting because it's, it's so grand and it's epic, it's emotional, it's massive in scope and in depth, <laughs> and he just dropped something. And it's, the Thin Red Line, it's incredible. It's, I mean, Journey to the Line, is that not a top-tier track in film history or what? 100%. Journey Absolutely. to the Line is amazing. I completely agree. My God, I man. I completely agree. I just get goosebumps when I listen to that. Yeah, I mean, Journey to the Line, you could say, is sort of a blueprint of when he eventually wrote Time for Inception. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying, where he was like, there. he was molding his vision and his style and discovering how he liked to write music with The Thin Red Line. That was a big step forward for him. That was going to be a late sleeper pick for me, so. You can't get pretty... that past me. I know, Come I on, know. son. I know. With Come that, on, son. I feel son. like with anybody else, I could have gotten that pretty late. Probably, yeah. But that's a really good first. I mean, next. Book. I had that in my CD book, bro. Yeah, you did. I did. You did. All right. Now we're on to the sixth round. What to pick? What to pick? I honestly would probably probably be remiss if I did not. I know what he's gonna take. Snag one of the Sherlock Holmes movies. And I really like both of them. That's the thing. And but when it comes to listening. I think that A Game of Shadows is the superior soundtrack. So I'm going to select Sherlock Holmes, A Game of Shadows. I think it's terrific and engaging as hell and bombastic and beautiful, but also going to England and recording with gypsy musicians out there with their instruments on the streets was really fascinating and an awesome experiment that worked out really well. So he's really hitting all kinds of genres with this with tons of instruments. And then the great theme he came up with from Sherlock Holmes infusing it here but just like more gravitas and lots of great opera sequences as well and i really think it's terrific and i think it's some of the best work he's done the last like 15 years for sure agreed the new theme he wrote is fucking great i'm gonna listen to that later fuck yeah man hell yeah i, I, I fucking that love that movie too a yeah. lot of people they don't like a game of shadows i don't know why i, I don't really understand adore it. it's a fucking great movie it's so good it's awesome downey is incredible in that movie i fucking love that movie and i gotta snag a guy Ritchie movie at the same love time there it. we go i love it okay <clears throat> we're getting i mean there's still some great tracks left but it's not as deep as it was 30 minutes ago it's still pretty deep it's still it's pretty deep it's pretty deep but what to pick? It's less top heavy now. <laughs> yeah, it's less top heavy. All right, I know I'm gonna pick. I got it. I figured it out. I'm taking the Prince of Egypt. Prince of Egypt is incredible. This, I mean, that movie is just fantastic. It's one of the best animated films of all time. It's beautiful, and the as amazing as the visuals are, the score matches those visuals. It's incredible, insurmountably huge and massive, and Beautiful and emotional. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> the beautiful one in two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> beautiful and emotional. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I mean, when you think of like animated film scores, like with the Prince of Egypt and then with the Lion King, it's like what he was doing was just like unheralded. It's like so incredible. He really changed the game in that genre, I think, for music. And he, he went away from playful, family friendly positive and you just went like let's go a fucking epic as hell and make this deep and meditative and powerful and transcendent and he captured that with prince of egypt i respect that pick a lot i really do all right that's six rounds done let's run through the results so far anthony's team the dark knights is the lion king inception 
The Last Samurai, Batman Begins, The Thin Red Line, and The Prince of Egypt. James's team, Maximus Decimus Meridius, Interstellar, Gladiator, The Dark Knight, Dune, The Man of Steel. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony typed the to Google Docs as I was saying that. Man of Steel, and Sherlock Holmes, A Game of Shadows. Great teams. Very good teams, man. Teams. Very good teams. Excellent teams. Excellent teams. <laughs> All right. Number seven, bro. What are you going seventh with? Seventh pick. We're going in the seventh round. We're not going to do an intermission this episode, by the way. We're just going to keep it's on doing the draft. Too many things to pick. We're just going to keep the energy flowing, yeah. you know? All right. Round seven. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. There's still some very recent ones that have not been picked goodness yet. I'm gracious. kind of surprised. So I might as well snag one of these more recent films. Yeah, take one, man. I'm going to take Blade Runner 2049. I think it's sensational. You know, Hans and Benjamin Walfish had to come in really late into the film production to start the score over from scratch because it was not working out with Johan Johansson. Not that Denis is not a huge fan of his and they've worked together so well. It's just that his music didn't fit the movie. And for coming on in such a short period of time, what Walfish and Hans did was astounding in terms of maintaining the sound of what was created with the original film. And then just expanding on it and using modern technology, modern themes and, and elements that they both use in their craft. Oh, yeah. And just creating an incredible score. And I think just just the opening track alone gets it this high of a rating for me at seventh in, my, in the draft pick. But I, I really love the score to Blade Runner 2049. It's heavy at times, meditative at times. And just Quick overall. stealing my words, man. Incredibly beautiful <laughs> at times. And Sir to be large. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never used that word before until after I just used it. Insurmountably? <laughs> no, meditative. Meditative. I've said it before. All the time. Man. I read books. I read it in, in a, a book. book. <laughs> All right. I already know my Are count. you reading the dictionary? <laughs> Got me. <laughs> I'm taking with my next pick the Da Vinci Code. Which is one of the best themes he's ever written, The Da Vinci Code. Rod Howard's film is a, I think it's a really fun globe-trotting European adventure based upon the book by Dan Brown, right? Dan Brown. That's right, Danny. This score is incredible, and it's always been one of my favorites to listen to. Uh, the The main themes are just so beautiful and stunning, and and just really, really massive and very moving stuff. And it, I think it suited the movie really well. And he played around some crazy string work in this film like going really high pitched with some of the tones and uh, it's got great percussion and then so much great choir work in this score it's really incredible I love it I love the Da Vinci Code alright good for you selecting that <laughs> thanks <laughs> anyways that's such a funny reaction good for you James hates the Da Vinci Code he's a Dan Brown purist and it wasn't it didn't capture the writing no it's the, the adaptation's terrible it's a terrible adaptation it's a good movie it's fun sure it's a fun movie but it's just a bad adaptation it really is alright my next pick in the draft We'll wait as we run to our ads real quick because before we continue, the best way to support Raiders of the Lost Podcast is to become a patron today at patreon.com slash Raiders of the Lost Podcast. You have access to weekly bonus episodes of the show. Every single patron gets to watch the weekly chat and a bonus episode included in their subscription. You also get access to the ad-free experience of main episodes as well at the minimum $5 tier. $10, you get access to our Discord, $25 private episode, a custom episode, I mean, what you pick a topic, we'll do it for you. Patreon's the reason we can do this show full-time without your support. We can't do it, so thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. You can also link your Spotify and listen on Spotify. That's pretty cool, guys. Also, a great way to support the show is leave those five-star ratings and five-star reviews on Spotify and Apple. These are essential to getting seen by new people. I know you hear about this on every single podcast. That's because it does help. It really does. And also, word of mouth is the best way for a podcast to grow organically. We need your help. Share us with your family and friends. Post in your Instagram stories. We repost everything, Twitter, or just text episodes to everyone in your context. Text grandma right now. Bombard her grandma. with our episodes. Everyone who loves movies in your life, let them know about our show. And of course, this episode is sponsored by our friends at... 
MoviePosters.com, the number one place to get your posters online today. Be sure to use our promo code Raiders10 at MoviePosters.com to get 10% off your order right now. If you love Hans Zimmer movies, you gotta go get some posters at MoviePosters.com. They have all sorts of sizes, framing, and even backlighting for your poster needs. High quality stuff. They look gorgeous, guy. And they have pretty much every film and TV show imaginable in their poster library. So they got it all. They got all the Hans stuff. So again, head on over to MoviePosters.com and use our promo code Raiders10 right now to get 10% off your order. Now, I do have some great unsubscribes, if you don't mind me oh, saying Oh, I would love to. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. some good ones. What do we got? So Andrew Cruder wrote, Forgot to mention that whenever, in our American Pie episode, forgot to mention that whenever a guy takes advantage of a girl, something bad happens to him unsubscribe. Yeah, because we said that like five like 20 times. 20 times. I was just preparing not to get canceled. <laughs> yeah. You're, that's, that's what that was. You're covering all bases. It was anti-cancel prep. Yeah. Impossible to cancel us now. Because <laughs> I didn't want someone to take a clip and be like, look at what these guys said. <laughs> Out of context. You know how people are on the internet. And then uh, Ram- Ramiz Amid on an episode, Movie News last week, wrote, I think you guys forgot to post on Apple Music and Spotify. Subscribe to Instagram since the episode's only available on YouTube. I wrote, up now, sorry, there's an issue. And then they wrote, uh, it's all right, just don't keep me waiting next time. Otherwise, <laughs> I might have to unsubscribe. <laughs> and oh, then I, sorry. a laughing emoji, and I forgot to... Uh, I missed his screenshot, so then he said, shaking my head, didn't even give me hater of the week, officially unsubscribed. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, bud. Gotcha. Yeah, I know sometimes it just doesn't post right away on Spotify or Apple. Sometimes it's yeah. just we're at the mercy of the streaming platforms. At their mercy, it's, man. It's a bummer. You know, sometimes we wake up like, oh, great. The episode that should have gone up three hours ago is not posted yet. But we appreciate your support and unsubscribing and mm. subscribing. <laughs> Next up, Zach Billings wrote, Jeffrey Wright was in Quantum of Solace, not Skyfall. Unsubscribed! Yes, he's, he's right. absolutely right. He's absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, we got a bunch of those. <laughs> That's it for the unsubscribes. All right. Great stuff, though. Let's get into back into our Hans Zimmer movie score draft. And we're into the eighth round? Yeah, eighth round, man. Eighth round. Eight, number eight. All what right. are you going with, man? You know, I really don't know. I don't know looking at this list. But I feel like I gotta snag one of these, one of the Pirates movies. Which one? And I'm gonna select Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, specifically because it has the track Kraken. Dun, 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 I love dun, that dun, song. Dun. I love that scene. So based on that fact alone, but also it's a Hans Zimmer movie, and it's a Hans Zimmer Pirates of the Caribbean score, so it slaps. Oh, yeah. It's badass, and I loved it. So, it's yeah. It's not badass. It's badass. Badass. Pirates of the Caribbean. Dead man's chest. Good pick. Good Thank pick. You. Thank you. All right. What do we got left? Okay. There's some good ones left. I'm going to go with Dark Knight Rises, bro. Dark Knight Rises. I love it. It's so fucking good. Bane's theme. It's probably my most listened to at the gym. Um, It's just so epic. And also, it's the Batman movie that he did by himself. So he did everything. Victory as we can do. <laughs> Gotham's Reckoning is a great... Um, the fire, um, fire rises. Imagine the fire is great. So many amazing tracks. Rise is good. Um, why do we fall? Yeah. Oh my god, I could run through a wall after listening to that track. It's so incredible. I don't think you could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I doubt I actually physically could. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's a fucking expression, man. An idiom. <laughs> it's an idiom. Yeah. All right. Good pick. Good pick. Now onto the ninth round of the draft. I'm gonna take. Oh, actually, yeah, I think I'm gonna do this. I'm going to select Wonder Woman 1984. It's a good one. This movie obviously is not great. <laughs> Cancel. However, come after me. Uncancelable. I know, please. It's don't. like a six on IMDb. Everyone, nobody likes it. I love Wonder Woman, but Wonder Woman 1984 is just not it. But the music is awesome. It really is, especially like the opening of four tracks. Themyscira, that track is sensational. Black and Gold is a sensational track as well. So I really love the music that he created for this film. And Wonder Woman's theme, I've always said, is maybe the most badass of every superhero in DC and maybe even Marvel. The the guitar riff or whatever the instruments use. I think I think I said it was a guitar one time and someone corrected me on TikTok or something. But the it's a cello. It's a cello. It's an electronic cello. Electronic cello. I think it's an awesome theme. It's an awesome theme. It's so badass. And 
you know, I think Wonder Woman has so much potential. And he as did a write the theme, even though he didn't do the first film score. He wrote the theme. Yeah. In the Snyder film. Yeah, obviously. And, and obviously it was used in Batman vs. Superman. Yeah. But I think that as as weak as the movie can be at times, the music really maintains it at a certain <laughs> height. And I think it's really integral to the movie being, you know, enjoyable to an extent. But I, I love the music to Wonder Woman 1984. And also I, I I won't say it because it's not in the in the movie, but there's an entire '80s electronic soundtrack that he created as well for the movie. Yeah, the a, synth, the original score. It was an optional yeah. version to use for the movie. Yeah, he wrote it, and it was like, "You want to do this?" And she was like, "No, let's do orchestra." And but so you can actually listen to it. It's really good. It, it's out there. It's awesome. Nice pick. Thanks, dude. I'm gonna take Dunkirk. Dunkirk is really one of his most underappreciated scores, just like it's one of. Nolan's underappreciated movies. It's fantastic. And then the the sound design, the electronics, the the blending of electric and um, composition, just incredible. The percussion, the use of the the clock. Like I when I watched this movie, I was so on edge. And the music has a lot to do with it. And the, the soundscapes he created, it's really impressive what he did, even as accomplished as he was but with Dunkirk he still you know he did something new that he had never done before I know there's plenty of scores where he kind of repeats himself but there are lots of scores where he just completely does something different and this is an example of him just pushing the boundaries trying something new and really in a lot of ways experimenting to get something new so Dunkirk's an example of that for sure that's a really good pick Supermarine Supermarine song man such a good song plus the oil one oil yeah oil yeah that's a great one too. The oil, yeah. The Man of Steel. The Man of Steel. <laughs> How many rounds are we have we done now? We've done nine. Let's take a moment and run through the teams. What do we got? Maybe recap them. Yeah, every three I think is a good recap. So Anthony's team, aka the Dark Knights, oh, yeah. is The Lion King, Inception, The Last Samurai, Batman Begins, The Thin Red Line, The Prince of Egypt, The Da Vinci Code. The Dark Knight Rises, and Dunkirk. James's team, Maximus Decimus Meridius, is... Imagine if I didn't get Gladiator. That would be, <laughs> yeah, with, uh, with that name. Interstellar, Gladiator, The Dark Knight, Dune, Man of Steel, Sherlock Holmes, A Game of Shadows, Blade Runner 2049, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, and Wonder Woman 1984. Nice. We still get six picks left. What are you going with? All right. Going My next pick <laughs> is going to be No Time to Die. I was obviously so excited to see the final Daniel Craig James Bond film, but when we found out that Hans Zimmer was doing the music, I became ecstatic because he's the goat. And also, I was so curious what he'd do with it. And obviously, he didn't disappoint. He And you didn't disappoint. He got the old original theme back from like the 90s with the electric guitar. We haven't heard that since Pierce Brosnan's James Bond. I was so excited that he brought that back as well as it is epic. The the uh, the sequence in Italy in the town was the Matera. town. Matera is incredible. Not to mention just the, the percussion in this film. And just I was just so excited to see what he would do with a James Bond score. And goodness, it's fucking awesome it slaps yeah so goddamn hard yeah. especially because thomas newman did a great job with the reinvention of the score and the music skyfall is excellent yeah, yeah. and then and then hans zimmer did his own thing with it too it's great i agree excellent pick man thank you I know, all right i know it is i'm gonna go with uh in my opinion overall the best pirate score at world's end i think it's better than dead man's chest even Pirates of the Caribbean at World's Dead at World's End. Well, that's just like your opinion, man. At World's End. Um, the movie's not that strong, but the music's fucking awesome. Um, Up is Down is like one of my favorite <laughs> pirate scores tracks of all time. And then the incredible ending, the finale, there's so much great music. It's really beautiful, it's stunning. Um, it's just the Pirates movies in this score in particular. Because the thing is with the first Pirates movie, there's a lot of tracks you skip. You know, because they're just not that great on their own. But Pirates at World's End, you can, like, listen to the whole thing from start to finish, and there's really nothing that, like, oh, that's that sound isn't really great to listen to on its own. But Pirates at World's End is just fantastic from start to finish. Yeah. It's great. 
Good pick. I love, I love At World's End score. It's not going to be as good as my. And also, we pick. get we get a little Asian flair too with the um, a couple of the tracks as well, because we get the Chinese pirates. My next pick is going to be pretty good. Oh yeah, better be. Kind of a sleeper. Let's hear it. With my eleventh pick in the Hans Zimmer draft, I'm going to select Crimson Tide. You got it. Crimson Tide is one of my favorite Denzel movies and Tony Scott films, but it's so underrated. I think, and the oh, music yeah. is excellent. Dun, 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 the whole dun, film dun, takes place in a submarine, dun, dun, basically, dun. after the ten minute mark, and you feel very claustrophobic. And the music makes you feel that claustrophobia, as well as the great elements from the '90s kind of ele- ele- electronic music oh yeah as well as just great themes of sort of terminator-esque clanging metal like like a hammer hitting metal in the background it just creates that sense the soundscape and the atmosphere of the film you're feeling it like yeah. you're in a submarine and just this hunk of metal and it was his underwater. first true like heavy synth score as well it's it's excellent and even like the theme he makes where it's like the it sounds like you're sinking you know it sounds like you're going underwater it's yeah. really cool but i i think it's epic and Great pick. I I really, really love it. And for Denzel movies, man, no one ever talks about this. Nobody does. It's such a good performance. I agree. Great pick. I wanted it. I want it. But I have another pick. I'm going (laughs) Kung Fu Panda, which is a really beautiful, gorgeous score. And like uh, with Last Samurai capturing the Japanese style, with Kung Fu Panda, we get more Asian styles and incredible instruments. It's really just like, it's very fun. It's very playful. But also, it's very moving and really just gorgeous to behold. And there's some really like powerful moments in this music. And then it balances with some really fun action sequences. Um, but the the playfulness, the lightfulness, the lightness of it is just a, a highlight of the entire score, as well as these new instruments that he never really used in his music before. So uh, a lot of great musical themes in Kung Fu Panda. I love it. Cool. Good pick. My turn. 12th pick in the draft. 12th. 12th round. King Arthur. You. This is a sleeper. Motherfucker. If you haven't seen King Arthur, the movie that Fuqua made in 2004, in a while, I highly recommend revisiting it because it's epic. It's awesome. It's so cool. And the music that Hans created is is excellent. And, you know, it's a period piece of the Knights of the Round Table and Arthur on a quest. And... I think it's just so sensational, and some of the best tracks in his career, I think, came from this movie, and I really love it. Great pick, man. Thank you. Thank you. Good stuff, man. I'm going to go- That's a sleeper. Yeah, that's a good sleeper, man. I'm going to go with another sleeper. <laughs> I'm going with Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> that's what I got to- Because obviously, he used the the obviously famous theme from Top Gun, but he brought a lot of new mu- music to it. And this song, I mean, this music got, it got me emotional, it was heavy, and it was, is palpable, and I was like, I was getting goosebumps in the theater, especially that third act, opening of the third act, where Maverick's sitting in the battle, standing in the battleship, silhouetted, and he just rises up, and the music was like, oh, I was like, oh my god, I'm, just get me a fighter jet, I'm ready to go myself. You're where you're supposed to be. You're where you're supposed to be. I mean, I, I get, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. Like, it was so powerful, and it's just, he brought so many great elements to the score, and, and as well as really respecting and honoring the original music. Um, it was just a really fun experience. The score was perfect with the movie, and the action as well. It's just really standout score. I loved it. Loved it. Good pick, man. Good pick. All right, so how many rounds is that? Twelve. How about you uh, run through the teams? Run through the teams, and then we'll pick our final three and, and see. Yeah. All right. Right now, the teams are Anthony, the Dark Knights. He has the Lion King, Inception, The Last Samurai, Batman Begins, The Thin Red Line, The Prince of Egypt, The Da Vinci Code, Dark Knight Rises, Dunkirk, Pirates of the Caribbean, At World's End, Kung Fu Panda, and Top Gun Maverick. Nice. James's team, Maximus Decimus Meridius, is Interstellar, Gladiator. I think I win right there. Just kidding. <laughs> the Dark Knight, Dune, Man of Steel, Sherlock Holmes, A Game of Shadows, Blade Runner 2049, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, Wonder Woman 1984, No Time to Die, Crimson Tide, and King Arthur. These are looking like some good teams right here. Pretty good teams. I'm glad we did 15. Pretty good teams. All right. The 13th round. 
my pick will be let's see what we got left let's see what we got twister's still there man the amazing spider-man 2 the amazing spider-man 2 i think he came up with some great music especially not only for spider-man and his themes and brings so much lightness to it which i really like compared to obviously man of steel gets very dark at times sure but also electro's music is excellent so guitar heavy and rock heavy. It's really cool infusing that with his electronic style. Mm -hmm. His excellence. You feel the electricity in the music as Electro is shocking everything around him. It's very cool. Great pick. <laughs> it's got a good score. It does have a good score. I love that one. Who did the first one? James Horner. James Horner did the first one. All right. I'm going to counter. But also, Spider-Man is a great theme. Dun, 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 Pretty cool. I'm going Sherlock Holmes, the first one. Uh, he was nominated for an Oscar for this one, and it, the 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 theme, the Sherlock theme, it's so inventive, it's so ingenious, it's so creative. And then when you, if you were a fan of the character, like we were, it just fits perfectly. And you get the gypsy elements, you get the fiddle, you get the this great percussion as well. Um, the Sherlock Holmes theme it's probably one of his best themes he's ever written i think it's because it feels like it was written in the 19th century yeah it's like that's one of them and then it's just i can't think of it was perfect and it's one of those themes that i can instantly recognize it you can identify it which is important if you're trying to craft a great theme it just suits the character perfectly and the tone of guy ritchie's film sherlock holmes um it's just really fun um, a good time, and as a Sherlock fan, I love that movie. I love the music; it's really fantastic. And it's just, it's just it just feels like in a raw in a way. You know what I mean? It's not clean. Yeah, yeah. And he played around with a lot of fun, not just instruments, but objects to create sounds in that film, which is just it's brilliant, so brilliant. I also love it, man. It's a pretty pretty damn good pick. That's a sleeper. That that's a that's a thirteen. Yeah, that's a sleeper. It's a sleeper for sure. It is. I don't. Yeah, I guess so. Hmm. All right. I guess so. You guess so? Yeah. Stop acting cool, man. 14th round. We're almost done. Almost done. What to pick? What to pick? I had no idea he did Muppets Treasure Island. Now you do. You going to take that? No, I'm not going to take it. <laughs> Saying I had no idea that he had done it. Um. Hmm. Choose wisely. I'm going to pick, I think, one of his best themes he's ever done. True Romance. You're so cool. I like it a lot. It's a great movie. Tarantino script. Tony Scott directed it. And I think Hans Zimmer, this is a big chance for him pretty early in his career to just kind of establish himself as a regular with heavy hitters in Hollywood. And he really knocked it out of the park, and it has, the music in this movie adds so much to it. And the Scots love him. Yeah, I, I really like True Romance. Great pick. Thank you. Very fun score. It's so, it's so light and whimsical and romantic. Yeah, yeah, it's a great. No matter what genre he's doing, you can pull it out. Okay, number fourteen for me. Hmm, we're getting into the, like this is important territory. Very important. Hmm, we still got some good ones left. Still got some good ones. I'm going to go with... Is that a reference to the movie you're going to pick? I'm going to go with The Ring. The Ring is fucking awesome. What a great score. If you haven't listened to the score, check it out. It's just phenomenal. And for horror movies, it doesn't get any better than The Ring. He, got a, he came up with a really great theme. It's very string-heavy, but like deep, intense, um, low-pitched strings. Unbelievable. It's such a great score. All right, yeah. And then great sound design as well, like crafting these amazing sounds for the horror genre. Really great, great, great score. I love it. Cool. All right, final pick. This is it. For me, 15th round of the Hans Zimmer movie draft. It's been an epic one. Movie score draft. I'm Twister? going to pick. No, why do you keep saying Twister? I don't know. Why don't you take Twister, Anthony? You're so obsessed with that movie. I'm just, I want, I want you to take it. Why? I'm saving it for you. Why? You don't like it? Because you, you were the Twister's joke. <laughs> the one. <laughs> Twister's. What for the sequel? <laughs> Twisters. <laughs> it was like eight years ago, man. <coughs> Get with the times. I'm picking Pearl Harbor with my final pick of the draft. Pearl Harbor. I think it's an excellent score. Movie is so-so. 
But I think the music is astounding. And it's really a, maybe a top 15 in his career, you could argue. And I feel like it's a big-time sleeper pick here for me. I don't know about that. At, it's not top 15. At, I'm taking it with the 29th pick in the draft, though. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's a sleeper. I think it's where it should be. It's not top, top 15. No way. I said it could be. Impossible. I didn't say it is. No way. I said I'm sure you could see. Some you people, said it's a top five Hans Zimmer score. That's not all what I said. He's always putting words in my mouth. <laughs> Anyways, you're just jealous because you didn't get it. No, no, no. I actually listened to it yesterday, ironically. Yeah, it's good. It's pretty fucking good. It's very, it's, it's romantic. All, all right, right, Anthony, last pick of the draft. <sighs> Here we go. It's the final pick. It's the are you final gonna, are you gonna pick countdown. Twister? Are you gonna pick Twister Red? <laughs> no, <laughs> I can see that's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> you mean when you ask me every round if I'm taking Twister? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go with Rain Man, the one that started it all. You've already said that. What? The one that started it all. What did I say it with? With Batman Begins. I meant like the Batman saga. Well, you can't just keep saying the same expression. Rain Man, the one that started it all. Dunkirk, the one that started it all. It's a great score. It's really perfectly done for the movie. It got nominated. It was his first Oscar nomination. It was also his first. It was his second score as a solo composer, Rain Man. And so this was like a big step. This is really important for him to be your second film score to be nominated for an Oscar. That's a big deal. And he just, he crushed it. Rain Man's such a great score. It's charming. It's emotional. It captures the tone and themes and, and heartbeat of the film perfectly. And it's a great pairing with the, the story unfolding on screen. And Rain Man's, it's really a special one. You can understand why he got nominated for sure. All right, that ends the draft. Wow. Results are in. Let's hear him. Anthony's team, the Dark Knights, is the Lion King, Inception, The Last Samurai, Batman Begins, the Thin Red Line, The Prince of Egypt, The Da Vinci Code, The Dark Knight Rises, Dunkirk, Pirates of the Caribbean, At World's End, Kung Fu Panda, Top Gun Maverick, Sherlock Holmes, the first one, The Ring, and Rain Man. Everyone give Anthony a slow cat. Pretty good clap. team. Not bad. Not bad. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. good. It's pretty good. I'm glad I got Rises. Pretty, I love Rises. Pretty good. My team, Maximus Decimus Meridius, is stacked. <laughs> Interstellar, Gladiator, The Dark Knight, Dune, Man of Steel, Sherlock Holmes, A Game of Shadows, Blade Runner 2049, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, Wonder Woman 1984, No Time to Die, Crimson Tide, King Arthur, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, True Romance, and Pearl Harbor. Thank you. Great work, man. Yeah, thanks. Great job. Appreciate it. It's a good team. Yeah. I like that team. Me too. I like my team too. I like my team better. <laughs> you said that about the other drafts. This one's stacked. Mine's pretty deep, though. My top five, bro. My top five. My top five, bro. Interstellar, Gladiator, Dark Knight, Dune, and Man of Steel. You're fucked. No, I'm not. You're screwed. I'm not screwed. You're so screwed. I'm not screwed. You are done. You might as well just quit. <laughs> <laughs> I got Sherlock Holmes with my 13th pick. I got Amazing Spider-Man with my 13th pick. Nobody gives a fuck about Amazing Spider-Man. Yes, they do. I'm just kidding. They you do. love that soundtrack. I do love that soundtrack. <laughs> I love it. The Electro, I've seen you enjoy the Electro Suite plenty of times. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I got The Ring and Rain Man with my last two picks. Congratulations. Are you kidding me? I got True Romance and Pearl Harbor. Are you kidding me? I got, I got Blade Runner. I got Blade Runner 2049 with the 15th pick in the draft. Co-writer on that. Is it a Hans Zimmer score? Yes, it is. Thank you. I got Top Gun Maverick. Batman Begins is a core writer, and you took that with your fourth pick, Anthony. Yeah, true. I did. Because <laughs> it's fucking awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps our draft. You can vote on who has the best team, and we really hope you do by going to Spotify, going on this episode, and just select who you think has the best team on the poll that yes. will be there on Spotify. If you're listening on Apple or watching on YouTube, you don't have to switch to listen to Spotify if you don't want to. You just pop on the app and just vote and then you go back to youtube or apple or google oh, yeah. podcast wherever you're listening to the show but we can't wait to see who has the best team in our Hans zimmer movie score draft again base your voting off of not the best movie yes but the score the music, the music. specifically yeah you know what i mean so we really are excited to see how much i beat anthony by in this draft <laughs> <laughs> you'll see man we'll, we'll see. see again thank you so much for tuning into this episode we're so happy to be back in 2024 with banger after banger after banger 
It's been a great 2023, and we're, we're so excited to see what 2024 holds for the show. We're so excited you're here with us. Thank you so much. Become a patron today at pa- patreon.com slash Raiders of the Lost podcast. Become a patron to get access to bonus episodes every freaking week. And the ad-free experience. Every week, bonus episodes oh, yeah. and ad-free. Also, leave those five-star ratings and reviews on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And share us with your family and friends. It's the best way for a podcast to grow organically. The people are the reason why the show is grow. So thank you so much to everyone who tunes in and shares us. See you next time. This episode was executive produced by our chosen one patrons, Cody Moen, Andrew Hagen, Becca Keen, Benjamin Cook, Calvin Murphy Griggs, Nicholas Martin, Darian Singleton, Tyler McFly, Andrew Hagen. Our chosen one patrons are our biggest supporters. Thank you so much. Raiders of the Lost podcast is a mirror image production. Sound mixing done by Jacob Kosler. Opening music by Chase Jackson.